Welcome to Raising Pains. This is Jessica and Roberta, and we're here to entertain you with stories from our daily lives. That will definitely include being full-time working moms, wives, and friends. It'll include our journey to being healthy and just about anything else that pops into our crazy minds. We love Jesus and each other. And probably you too. Oh my gosh, that was so corny. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Join us as we're Raising Raising Pains. We are recording a podcast. (laughs) Ah, that's a new one. (laughs) Oh, it's Corona Cast. Volume three. Volume three. I was thinking today we're probably going to have like eight volumes. (laughs) Shut At least Uh, four more. I rebuke that. Get behind me, (laughs) Satan. At least four more. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Okay? This is not a comfortable topic for me. Hey, but we're doing something new. What? This is the first time we've ever podcasted at my house. Oh, that's true. I was like, I mean, the (laughs) elephant in the room. (laughs) And by elephant, we mean Aaron. (laughs) What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, that's uh, nice. Nothing. You are exactly the same size that you were when I met you. Man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Now, Aaron's not an elephant. I'm just kidding. Never take 40 pounds. Well, you were, you were a lot more... I was going to say agile, but that's not the right word. Either. Active. Active. Yeah. A lot more active back in the days. You're a postman. I was. Now I just sit on my butt all day. It's true. And talk to obnoxious people on the phone. I've gotten to hear that firsthand with him working at home. Like the people that call in and (laughs) ask questions. So, anyways. You know, Aaron... um... (laughs) (laughs) He just starts laughing and rubbing his face like, oh no, what is she going to say? Um, I've already mentally prepared myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, like, if you've ever seen my son Silas, you might notice that he just naturally has much darker skin than all the other children. And so for the longest time, people would make a joke and say, <laughs> what, is he like the postman's son? <laughs> They didn't know that my best friend's husband was the postman. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, no, nope. no, no, he's not. Yeah, we gotta be real clear about this. No, he's not the postman's son. Because um, Aaron was our postman when we lived in Indiana. Yeah, I forgot about that. At least for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Or were they on your route? No, but I mean, when I'd fill in, yeah. I'd deliver. And there'd be times when I would either walk the dog or walk my children. <laughs> I guess there was just the one child back then. Or I'd be down the street and I'd hear Greg yelling, Hey, Aaron, you want a sandwich? <laughs> I didn't know that. You were home. I Because I came I in the house. I half the things that Greg said. Greg out. came home for lunch every day, didn't he? Yeah. When he worked for yeah. yeah. Cause he Because he was trying to get away from everything at the true. office. Because I walked in and you were like, Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I really don't remember that, but that seems completely logical that it happened. That's fun. Anyway, and then, I mean, you can't have the Roberta and Aaron friendship if we don't mention 
the story. <laughs> the defining Roberta and Aaron story. Okay, the, let, me, let me preface this story. The story. Let me preface this story, okay? Because I feel like this will bring a greater depth of understanding to the fact that when Roberta walked in my house tonight, Aaron jumped out from behind the door and scared her and she screamed. And I, I just want you to know, I had my fist clenched. I was about him. ready to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She almost swung at him. Um, so, I mean, this will just bring context to the fact that their relationship has always been like this. It's fine. Explosive. Explosive. <laughs> to my defense, I am not always mean to Roberta. No, there are many times that he's very nice. I can't think of them any at the moment. There's a handful, but that's about it. Uh, do you want to tell the story? Go ahead. No, I don't, no. I don't remember all of it. Why don't you tell the story, and then he'll tell his story, <laughs> and we'll compare notes. All I remember, because I was in a rage. You were pregnant, weren't you? I was pregnant mm-hmm. with Lauren, and... It was one of our last times to go out yeah. together. And um, we were, we went to Lazar, well, no, what's it called? Carinos? Caruso's. Caruso's. Caruso's, there you go. We went to Caruso's in Angola and um, we had finished. And at the time, mm. like my, my um, morning sickness was just, I mean, well, with all my pregnancies, my nausea has not just been in the morning. It's been all day long. And with Lauren, it seemed to be worse than with the boys. And so I would only be able to eat like little portions at a time. And then if I ate too much, I would throw up. I mean, like in the park, like just kicked <laughs> on her hand the number of times we ate meals. And then I went in the parking lot and I immediately threw up. <laughs> because just too much of a good thing, you know, when you're pregnant. Anyway. Friends through thick and thin. That's right. Chunky. <laughs> oh, I, knew I, were, I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. Uh, anyway, so we went to Caruso's. It was an Italian restaurant. I had my, I'd been craving chicken fettuccine Alfredo. But I was being smart, okay? I knew I couldn't eat more than a very little bit. So I had my very little bit in the restaurant, and I boxed up the rest of it to take it home so I could enjoy it for the rest of the afternoon. It was going to be bliss. Like, you know when you, like, put that bite in your mouth, and, like, the Alfredo Mm. just seems to, like, melt? Especially because, like, with leftovers, like, the flavors, like meld together a little uh-huh. bit more and like, yes yeah. yes so we are i'm taking my i know and this is one of the times i actually remembered my leftovers and took them with me we're in the parking lot having a grand old time and then out of what was the lead up like didn't she didn't she say something <clears throat> She was just making snarky comments. And I'm like, sure I said something so, snarky, but the punishment did not fit the crime. <laughs> okay? <laughs> because out of nowhere, Aaron jackknifes my, my... And he slaps the box of leftover chicken fettuccine Alfredo out of my hands and slams... The box explodes on the floor. Chicken fettuccine's all over the place on my shoes. <laughs> and all I can think of was, 
How <laughs> dare you steal food from a pregnant woman? <laughs> and so it it was a good thing we moved away. I needed time <laughs> and separation. To, I needed two years to get over that. In fact, now that we're talking about it again, I don't think I'm over. I want to bring it back. I was about to say, like, I just feel like there is a closure in this situation right now. No, someday I expect to see a box. I'm also eating a cookie, by the way. That's my mouth is full. <laughs> you just slap my cookie bag off the table. Okay. So- I expect you to come in hand with a fresh box of chicken fettuccine Alfredo. And say mea culpa. Mea culpa. From Caruso's? I don't even know what mea culpa means. I don't know what it means either. I just know that it means I'm sorry. And it's what you do when you're sorry. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell the story from your perspective? Nope. That sounds about right. <laughs> you were. A- I, just, I just remember, I think that's probably one of the only times I've actually feared for my life. Especially with Roberta. You definitely did not put thought into that action before you did it. No. I I think it was more of a buildup. I, I I feel like that the whole time we were at the restaurant, like Roberta was just making comments like that and just being her typical like like that anta- antagonistic, like making fun, like picking. And so I feel like it the, the punishment did fit the, fit the bill. Hey, hey. Antagonistic. I don't antagonize people. Okay, so to be so fair, the, the, vo- the voice raised just shows <laughs> that. Okay, I feel like I redeemed myself though when I saved your dog. The dog was before. It was before. So no, it was after. No, it wasn't. No. It was before. Okay, well that should have made up for it. Um. No. No. Okay, also. Whatever. Have we told the dog story? I don't know. I don't think so. We've never had a reason to. No. My dog, Bailey, got out. And he's a beagle. And so he just follows his nose, doesn't pay attention to anything. And it was because it was right after Silas was born. And I can't remember if Levi was born or not. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, that's not really important. The point is, we were looking for a dog because he was like our baby because he was still sweet back then. I mean, he's still sweet, but he's just, you know, he just barks. The a excitement lot. has won. Mm-hmm. That's, <clears throat> sorry, that's the only problem with Bailey. He's a very sweet dog. He just barks at everything. And it's that beagle bay. Oh! Anyway. How was that again? Oh! 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 <laughs> okay. Keep me- your drink in your mouth. Before Roberta finishes the story, let me interject. This is one of those days that I was their postman and I happened to be walking by the house and she comes out and she says, hey, Bailey got out. If you see him, let us know. Okay. So, being the good person that I was, I had their best... Chicken Alfredo. (laughs) I had their best interest in mind at that point. So... The rest of the day, as I was finishing my route, I was on the lookout for Bailey because I was still in the same area. I mean, the next part of the story is yours. I mean, well, it, no, it you dark. guys searched everywhere. 
Yeah, we. I mean, we 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 drove around. We we walked all the like our normal routes that we go. We couldn't find them. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, it's not a super big town. No, it's not. And so I just knew either like someone picked him up and was going to keep him, or like someone hit him and he was dead. Anyway. All of a sudden, we get a call from Aaron. Uh, hey, I have your dog. Yeah. And I was like, what? And so I guess you can tell the story about how you found him. <clears throat> I was just, it was one of those times, I was just driving around town. Like, I had gotten off of work, and I was driving around, and I was like, okay. I was like, this dog's, dog's got to be somewhere. Like, I know this area. Like, I know this town. Like, I should be able to find this dog. And so I was just driving around, had the window rolled down, yelling his name. And I was like, <laughs> I was finally getting frustrated because... It was one of those situations where I was out for a few hours and I, and I was I had given up and so I was to I was driving down literally driving down the street to our house to get ready to park and as I was slowing down I see this dog head pop up <laughs> and I was like Bailey where have you been so really he found you <laughs> but he could have been following me and I didn't know it. I don't know, but I was, like, yelling his name, like... Because he jumped up on the side of the car. Right. And you had parked in front of our house. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like... You never brought Bailey over. Uh-uh. So it yeah. wasn't like he, he was, knew. like, familiar pro- with our house. May, yeah. He may have just followed his name as far as, you know... Yeah. But I remember opening the door, and I realized how dirty and nasty and messy <laughs> he was. But I was just like, you know what? I don't care. So I called Greg and Roberta, and I said, hey, I've got your dog. I found him. I'm bringing him over. Yeah, if that had happened after the chicken Alfredo, I feel like I probably would have forgiven you a I don't, lot sooner. I don't know. I see how you how you interact with Bailey sometimes. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. Seriously, he's Roberta a good dog. Roberta may have tried to give Bailey away a few times. Maybe in jest. I'm convinced she might have let him out on purpose, but... <laughs> Not back then. Nowadays. So... So I have officially coined myself as the dog whisperer. At least the Bailey whisperer. At least the Bailey whisperer, correct. This is one of the times where the the mailman caught the dog rather than the dog caught the <laughs> caught mailman. Caught the mailman. It's true. Correct. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe the dog still caught the mailman, just not aggressively. It's true. In a, in a kind way. In a kind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so those are my, my two favorite Aaron stories. You know, opposite ends of the spectrum. <clears throat> That's okay though. You live and you learn. You forgive and you forget. I I don't sense a whole lot of forgetting. Happening. I don't forget. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I don't forget. <clears throat> okay, so as we mentioned, it is uh, volume three of Corona Cast, which Bye. means we are now going on week three of quarantine and um as of right now we know that there is at least four more weeks ahead um so are we in a madhouse yet it feels like it um we were just discussing before we started recording how it's kind of like groundhog's day the movie where like Every day feels the same. Which, and no matter what choice she makes, everyone's still in tears by the end of the night. Like, there's no, like, good choose-your-own ending. That's right. Um, do you remember those books? Did you ever read those books? No. You didn't? 
No, oh no, it's not, no, it's not. No, so there was like these books. They were written for kids, and you would get to like the end of a certain page, and it was like, um, like for this ending, skip to page fifty-four, or for this ending, skip to page seventy, and then you could like, nope. What? No, the only thing. Are that, you kidding me? The only thing that I know of like that is like the movie Clue, where you get to a certain point, and it's like, all right, choose your ending, A or B, and so. You know what I'm talking about, Erin? That's right. Great minds think alike. I was thinking about that movie the other day. Clue? Yeah, because I haven't watched it in a really long time. And I was like, is it appropriate for my kids? But I kind of feel like it's probably not. Uh, No, it has like that. Yeah, an an undertone. Yes. Yes. Inappropriate too. And as soon as you said read, my mind turned off. (laughs) This is true. You're like, no, I haven't read a book in years. (laughs) Um, Also, okay, so... This is just some random opinion. I was thinking about movies for my kids to watch since, you know, we've got nothing else to do that they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And so, like, a while ago, we watched Newsies and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. So, I'm, like, trying to expose them to, like, the classics. Uh Even, like, what are now classics that just came out when we were kids. Okay, but have you shown them The Big Green no. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, that's a good and, one. And like Little Giants. Uh-huh, and like, yes. Okay, so I'll have to go back to the sports movies. But I was thinking, should I show them the never ending story? I hated that movie as a kid. My kids loved it. Did they? We watched it a year ago. I mean, it's not like what they've asked for it since. I but hated it when I was younger. I think it's because I watched it so many times over and over and over. But at the end, Silas was like yelling, a train. I mean, with the little yeah. dorky kid, too. Yeah. It's probably because Salas is a little dorky kid. We have have caught our kids up, though, on the kids' Christmas movies, I feel like. Um, Yeah. Like, The Christmas Story. Yeah, well, those kinds of movies. Mm -hmm. I'm Um, just thinking about movies that, like, were out when we were kids. There was another one. What was it? Um, The NeverEnding Story and, oh, gosh, it left me. I was thinking of it, like, five minutes ago. Um, Because now everything, like, we can get almost everything on demand. Right. And so I've been trying to like entertain them with things that we watched when we were younger, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So I was like on the fence about never ending story because I hated it, but they might like it. Um, also, uh, another sports movie, Rookie of the Year. Rookie, mm-hmm. I liked that. Angels movie. in the Outfield. Yeah. Yes. I saw. Um, watch all the movies with a horrible picture. Well, we've been catching yes, up exactly. on. We've been catching up on our Disney animated too because they just watched Sword, Sword of the Stone. Stone for the first time. Right. And they just watched uh, Rescuers Down Under. Rescuers. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Because um, those are all on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, my uh, my kids just watched. I couldn't believe it. My kids hadn't watched Tangled yet. Really? Yes. I mean, because it was just number one that huh, it came out after they were Did or Lauren before they were. It? Oh, I my am goodness. appalled. I feel like Lauren has missed out. I know. Especially knowing her. Like and her hey, Moana her, held her over her dress for a long it, time. the dresses that she always requests, I feel like <laughs> Moana and Frozen, Frozen have held her yeah. over. But yes, she I could not figure out why she was wearing her Ariel outfit like every day this week. Over like I put her in clothes and then she put her Ariel costume <laughs> on over. And I was like, what in the world? Well, I realized it's it's like Ariel's dress, and so it's purple. Oh, and she's like, and so finally dress. yesterday, she was like, do you like my Rapunzel dress? Uh, and I was like, ah, yeah. oh, that is why. Yeah. Yes. Because she was like, 
we have the same color hair. Yeah. And she's like, you know, brushing her hair with her fingers. See, we're at the point now where <clears throat> my kids are like, should we watch Little Mermaid 18? You know, like, we just... <laughs> so... There haven't been a whole lot of the more recent ones that they've watched, but we've tried to, like, the classic ones, we've tried to, like, like, I tried to get them to watch Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks, and they just, no, no. They love Mary, they love Mary Poppins, though. Yeah, they do like Mary Poppins. And I, I love int- magic. Who doesn't like mm-hmm. a little bit of magic? And last year, I, I introduced them for the first time to The Sandlot. The Sandlot. That's what Ooh, I was going to say when, love we, the when we were talking about sports movies, mm-hmm. the, the Sandlot was. However, as a father, I am a failure, because I have not introduced them to The Goonies. Well, and so, I think there's uh, only they're quite old. Yeah, yeah. and the, and they're boy, and they're not like once Levi's to where some of the older girls are at. I feel like yeah, that'll be a, a, a must. Like Emerson might enjoy it right now, but I think it's still a little bit. Older <laughs> Can you see Emerson that. walking around the house? Hey, you guys! <laughs> I don't need two people in the house doing it. <clears throat> so movies that's one way that we've kept our kids mm-hmm. occupied um and they've seen the all the avengers movies which my wife has not they have not seen all the avengers movies we are catching my kids they have up. actually seen the avengers movies they have just not like everything in between they've all seen the marvel all, ones. All, all the avenger movies so kept or um that's because i get bored you do get bored i get bored i can't i'm not a, i'm not a movie us. watcher but it's one of those situations where they're like, hey, can we watch the end of the fight scene again where such and such beats up Thanos and... Yeah, that's all they care about. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, yeah, Thanos dies in the end of the last one, so... <laughs> Chicken Alfredo. <laughs> Bailey. Um... So anyways, so movies and TV, my kids discovered... So we have a Roku TV and the Roku TV comes with the Roku channel. And so today they discovered on the Roku channel that there's like cartoons that they watched when they were little, little like the Teletubbies. Oh my goodness. Silas just showed me, look mom, I downloaded all these Teletubbies. I was like, why? Isn't that a baby show? I was like really trying to like hit hard. Like don't watch this show. And he's like, I just think it's really funny the situations they put themselves in. I was like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I don't need your sass. <laughs> well, I think they only watched a few episodes of it, and then they turned it off. Right. But... Well, they all got really excited when they saw the mic the night was on there. Yeah. So. But then there's, like, Old School Strawberry Shortcake is on mm-hmm. there. And my little, oh. my old My Little Pony. Yeah, and my girls, I mean, my girls watched a ton of Strawberry Shortcake. And, and Bob so, the Bill, the original Bob the Builder and the new Bob the Builder's on there, yeah. so. So, I don't know. They'll have plenty of viewing materials. And then they settled on the slime-making videos, of course. They didn't watch Blippy or Blimby or no. Bloopy or No. Thankfully, I Blobby. think we're past Blippy. Like, I think they think they're too old for it, which I good. agree. I agree. So, um, although I am, I am all good until they start watching Barney, and then that's where I draw the line. Hey, I mean, since we have quote unquote all this time at home, why don't we dress up in crazy costumes and like talk about random things and make $18 million making slime on TV? Yeah, absolutely. I know, right? Absolutely. I don't understand. Yeah, why are we doing this and why are we on YouTube making money? That's true. However, Aaron did start keto with me this week. 
Oh, what a choice for you. <laughs> it's going pretty good, babe, isn't it? I'm struggling. How, why are you struggling? <clears throat> because there's a lot of really good stuff that I would like to eat that I cannot eat. But I'm doing it to support my wife so that she can feel better and she can be motivated to lose the weight she needs to lose before we go on our cruise. Needs to lose or wants to lose? <laughs> Watch your words, Aaron. I'm just can kidding. we edit that part out? <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, um, I mean, it's been okay, right? I found good Yay. alternatives for you. You have. As he's shoving chocolate peanut candies. Atkins. Into, yeah, I mean, they're Atkins ones. Yeah. But one net carb. One net carb. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you have. I mean. Like. Dinner for the last two nights has been a big hit. So. Exactly. Well, and good. you get to eat eggs and bacon for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Well, no. You I eat make- eggs for breakfast because I would burn the house down if I tried to make bacon. Mm, well, I can cook up the pack of bacon and you can just reheat it. Ew! There's nothing worse than reheating <coughs> bacon. I know, but we're not going to eat a whole pack of bacon for breakfast. It's true. Speak Anyways. for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't. Miss, oh, I just told you. I, I told you I ate three slices the other day. Yeah, ooh. I mean, like, I kind of, I mean, like, broke them up and then, like, mixed them in with my over-easy egg, but... Why would you disrespect the bacon like that, okay? The bacon is fine all by itself. It doesn't need to be broken up so that its flavor is tarnished by the eggs. Have you? Can you tell that I've been watching a lot of, like, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen lately? <laughs> You're lucky that I just right, didn't... I, I didn't, like, just throw out some expletives there. Are you kidding Doing that to you bacon makes you a piece of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's stick with the... Aaron and Robert story? No. Oh. Oh. I think we're past that. Oh. Um, we don't have that many stories. Ew. No. <laughs> how, so other than movies, yeah. how else are you occupying your children? Um, so I bought round two of bubbles and chalk in yard games today. <laughs> bubbles and chalk. And what was the yard game? Um, so last time I bought them, we got like a wiffle bat and a wiffle ball and like some nerfy softballs and, and a, a football and some frisbees, jump ropes. Um, the most entertaining out of those is definitely the frisbee. Um, can they jump rope? I don't I haven't seen any of them actually can. jump rope. Yeah. She says that it's too long. I think the truth she just doesn't want to remember I attempted to the other day and Macy was like, no, you're doing it wrong. And then proceeded to show me how okay. to do it. Um, but the frisbee throwing is entertaining. They spend more time <laughs> chasing it than anything else. Sure. Um, and we actually did spend some time on Sunday as a family. Um, with the wiffle ball and the bat. Mm. Um, Aaron and I were hitting to the kids. Nice. And then we were having a good friendly competition amongst the two of us about who could hit the ball farther and how bad Jessica's pitching was. Um, and... Excuse me. Your pitches were terrible. They were perfect and you were refusing to swing at them. Perfect if I was like Goliath. 
They were right down the strike zone, right above your knees. AKA Mickey Mahalik. Right, exactly. (laughs) My strike zone's not like my nose. Anyways, um, so today I bought, we needed new chalk, so I bought more chalk, bought more bubbles, which will inevitably get dumped out down the driveway. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I bought those Velcro with the the Mm -hmm. tennis ball or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they played with that for a little while today. So they were figuring out how to play with it. And Macy goes, we're standing at the garage, me and Jessica. And Macy goes, okay, so how do I throw this? And all of a sudden, <laughs> I see the disc with the ball fly across the garage door. Emerson ducks, and it, like, flies over her head. <laughs> and then I proceed to hear Jessica say, Macy, you have to pull the ball off and throw it, not the whole thing. <laughs> so she, like, tried to throw it off the thing, and it, like, the whole thing The went, whole thing came. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Emerson ducked. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, um... So other than that, they've been riding their bikes. Yeah. I think they're getting pretty bored with that. But yeah. So let's answer an important question about quarantine. How often are you getting dressed? Oh no! See, I feel like I'm fairly comfortable answering that. Um, I get dressed every single day. I, it's just a different. <laughs> it's like I go from one set of pajamas to another, another set, set of pajamas. pajamas. Okay. I just put on clean pajamas every day. So I guess I'm I mean saying, obviously I came over to your house in pajamas. <laughs> How often do you put on jeans? Uh, haven't since we started. <laughs> Why? Why would we put on okay. jeans? Because there are some people that I think get dressed every single day. My two thoughts on that. We know who you are, Lori. No, actually, I don't think she is now. But today was the first day in over a week, probably. That I've put on normal clothes. Yeah, I wanted to know why you looked so put together. Well, I, I had to go to work today. But, um. And to the store. Yeah, and. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, sorry. Um, and so I was putting my makeup on today because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to get dressed and do my hair, like, I'm going to put makeup on. Okay. And then I was thinking, how much have I saved? How much money have oh, I saved yeah. by not, like, not using hair product and not. Uh-huh. No, I was like, here's the real question. <clears throat> How many times have you showered? That's oh, where the rubber I've been meets showering the consistently. I just haven't. <laughs> I've been doing my hair. So, like, I'll get out of the shower and air dry it, and then it goes straight in a ponytail. Okay. So, this is the first time that I've, like, blow dried it, put product in it, straightened it, things nice. like that. So, <clears throat> truth be told, though, this is the most I've looked put together in the two weeks since I've been home working. So, I mean, I've actually got jeans on, and I don't have is, is it shorts more, or pajama pants on. Is that because I'm over here? I had these on before you got here. Yeah, he put on, he had um, to go get Emerson's medicine. I mean, I'm glad you're wearing pants. Don't yeah, no, he went to the CVS drive-thru. He didn't get out. He was socially distant. It's fine. Um, Although I did caress the guy's hand in the drive-thru. Just to, no. Ew. ew. Why, why do you take it there? I hate that word. Ew, caress. <laughs> ew, I don't like it. Even what if I sing it to you? Caress. <laughs> that made it so much worse. Good, good. I was hoping it would. Uh, anyways, hang I on, think- hang on. I feel like there's a story about caressing somebody's hand in church a few weeks ago. <laughs> I think this happened. Had, this I, has happened since we've been. I friends. had my arm around Jessica. Okay, and- hold on. We have to provide context for the story. So, in all the churches we've attended together, the two churches we've attended together. All the churches. Right, all the churches. 
we typically sit either in the same row or near each other yeah. or um, in Angola. They always sat in front of us. And she, everybody knew where Greg and Roberta sat because she spilled her coffee on the floor every single Sunday. Not every <laughs> single but but enough that there was a stain. <laughs> enough that people knew this is where Roberta I sat. also left my pillow. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So anyways... Providing context, we this has happened our entire friendship because we sit near each other in church. And all, it's always the women that sit next to each other, and, and the, the men, men on the outside. Are the bookends. Yes, right. we're flanked by the men. But <laughs> we're just gonna ignore that one. <laughs> really, we were flanked by the men. That's what we are. Okay. Back to the hand caressing, which I didn't mean to do. But I had you my, always say that. I really don't. But I had my arm around Jessica, not realizing that Roberta's hand was on the back of the seat. <laughs> I also had my arm around Jessica. And so, I'm so loved. I put my hand on top of Roberta's hand and proceeded to realize what was going on. So I yanked it off really fast and then felt awkward for the entire rest of the day as Roberta leans up and goes, and makes a face at me. I'm like, <laughs> anyways, so rabbit trail. Sorry. No, that's, that's the point of this podcast. <laughs> but that's always happened. I feel like most of the time it's not Roberta. It's you and Greg. Like, and I think even sometimes interlocking it's like, fingers behind our backs. And we've never done that. But <laughs> I think there are probably some times I've made Greg feel really awkward when I've been trying to joke about it. You but. make people feel awkward, babe. Are you, are you kidding me? You can't make Greg feel awkward. That's not true. Really? We could definitely make Greg feel awkward. Please do. He needs to feel awkward more often. Well, we're not going to talk about it on the podcast, though, because I feel like it's not age-appropriate. <laughs> However. No, um, but, like, we have not been as, as quote-unquote, difficult as it's been. We have not lost their jobs. Right. Like we have friends who have lost their jobs. Right. Who's lost their income. And so we have not seen the ugly side to right. this. As much as I want to sit here and be like, ugh, celebrities. Right. Like even us, we haven't we've lost of, a, some income, but not right. our main source of like income. Like boredom is our hardship at this right. point. Yeah. Although I do have a confession to make. <clears throat> However, I have four weeks, maybe more, to rectify the situation still. Mm-hmm. I haven't started the office yet. Tuska, <laughs> this is your moment. I thought about it yesterday. I've never seen one single episode of that. I see. Well, that's because... I, mean, I feel like you would find a hilarious. Her, not so much, but you will find a hilarious. So she's been getting on me about the fact that she makes all these office references and I don't get them. And so she told me that I need to watch the office. And I said that I would try. Then I might. And I told you the, the <clears throat> first like four episodes, eh, maybe like two, maybe three. You're going to sit there and be like, what in the world? Why? Why is this happening? Hey, I made it through two episodes of Tiger King. Like, I feel like I could handle the <laughs> office. That, yes, that is a good <laughs> precursor to the office. <laughs> Oh my Maybe this will be a good opportunity for me to watch all the Harry Potter movies finally. Oh, and all no, of the Lord of the no. Rings movies. You've seen Lord of the Rings. I've never seen any of them. What? I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies either. What? Oh, well, oh Harry goodness. Potter I could do without. 
Lord of the, you gotta watch the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but if you're gonna do that, they're like three hours long. It's true. So it has to be like set aside. I've forced my children outside a lot lately. Mm-hmm. To like, I don't want to go outside. I'm like, I don't care. It's nice outside. Yeah. But but I've already been outside today. Can I play my tablet outside? Sure. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> That's one thing, our, one thing our kids haven't been doing a lot. <laughs> Levi was on his Kindle yesterday a little bit. Um, because they're not But the charged. girls, well, Emerson has her iPod, and the girls have been using it a lot. They're like, <laughs> the infamous iPod. It's true. <laughs> Every single morning, I'm like, oh, I got a little drawing from Emerson. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Um, they like the video recording because, you know, they make their own little, like, Oh. They have their own little show, and of you know, course like, they do. Um, so, also, they've taken it upon themselves to plan their birthday party. They were told nice. we're letting them have a sleepover this year. So, both my girls' birthdays are in May. One's at the beginning, one's at the end. So, we're compromising. We're doing a sleepover in the middle of the month, and they can. Are you each- sure? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I know April or. Lauren's is the end of this month, and I'm like, come on. I know. We need to, a three-year-old does not understand, or right. I guess four-year-old, the the importance of a drive-by birthday. Right. Well, we don't need a drive-by birthday. I know. This morning, I was like, I literally want to do anything I can do to keep the peace today. So when Lauren was like, I want to wear a dress, even though I haven't let her wear a dress in a week yeah. because you know, we're not going anywhere. I was like, fine. Do you want this casual dress or this casual dress or this casual dress? She goes, um, no, um, no, um, no. I'm like, which one do you want? And she points in the very back uh-huh. of her closet to the white poofy dress that we've been saving for Easter. But you know what? We ain't going out for Easter. She actually wore it for her uncle Dylan's wedding last last um summer and so i was like sure yeah why not let's put on that white poofy sparkly dress so we even had like a little fashion shoe her and her doll because i've been watching top model as well (laughs) (laughs) so here she was like doing all these poses oh that's like i know when you texted that picture and said this was gonna be her easter dress I was going to say, yeah, I'm considering Easter pajamas for my children know, to wear it, on Easter. You, was it you or someone else that posted, like, um, it was a picture of, like, Walmart's pajama section with all the movies? Yes, the Easter dresses. And they're like, ladies, yes. welcome to the Easter line of 2020. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Well, this is something I said, to, speaking of Easter, something I said to her the other day. Somebody posted on Facebook about... So are we telling our kids that the Easter Bunny got the coronavirus and that he's not coming? No, oh. I saw a letter today. From the Easter Bunny, saying that he got permission from the World Health Organization to be the Easter Bunny. Bring joy. Oh, to still come. Yeah. And it was like all official. It was on like Easter Bunny letterhead and like all that stuff. Well, what does Easter Bunny letterhead look like? Um, it had carrots and eggs. It's got, mm. the, it's got the Cadbury symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got it. Um, lots of dollar signs. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was thinking about that. that We're going to have to. And that stupid grass. Ooh, I hate that stuff. I typically don't use it. What were you talking about? Before? Oh, the stimulus. Oh, stimulus. 
you wanted to talk about it, bring it up. I did, yeah. So I saw an interesting thing uh-huh. on Facebook. I feel like it's very wise. Uh-huh. Um, because, What's- you know, a lot of places are utilities. They're putting holds on payments mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, what I saw said something to the effect of, use the stimulus to pay your bills <laughs> because it's going to be pretty disappointing for you when you don't have any money in the new wallet in the new purse that you bought with the stimulus money <laughs> and you've got four months worth of bills yeah, saying exactly. that they only suspended and not get away with right so the good i mean the good thing for us is is that we're both still getting paid we haven't lost any income and so that stimulus will be extra for us um i mean it'll I mean, ruin our economy but you know exactly that's fine Exactly. Wouldn't I mean, be the first time. We'll turn around and pay. I mean, I'm still going to use it. We'll, but. Right, exactly. <laughs> we'll turn around and pay a large chunk of it back to the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's all right. We have to play a collections bill. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to pay taxes, our state taxes. Oh, yeah. She did preface this by saying, I haven't done my hair, I haven't done my makeup, so I haven't had to buy a lot of stuff. So, And I do need to order more, but I've been putting it off because I haven't needed it. So, Jessica, you don't need it. (laughs) You're beautiful just the way you are. Just the way you are. All of these dumb Zoom meetings and like... (sighs) There is no filters. There is no angle that makes these things better. (laughs) Although I just have to say the one that we had on Tuesday night with our small group, I was extremely thrown by Greg in his pajamas. Why? Why? Because you've never seen him in his pajamas. No, just because everybody else was dressed, like had normal clothes on. No, I don't think they were. I wasn't. Well... But, I mean, I saw Greg in his flannel pajamas and a white t-shirt, and I was just like... I'm pretty sure you were wearing flannel pajamas. No, I think I might have had shorts. I don't remember. But anyways, it was just threw me because I was like, Greg is like the most underdressed in this whole Zoom meeting. And I and normally he's the most overdressed. overdressed. Correct. I'm not used to seeing him not overdressed. In fact, when he had a a meeting the other day, um, a Zoom meeting with his boss, and... um, the, the big boss was in on it too. And uh, he was wearing flannel pajama bottoms on, on the bottom. With a, with but, a, with shirt. A but he had his nice button down shirt uh-huh. and a tie. It was so funny to see him walking around the house. I was like, just don't forget and stand up. Right, exactly. Oh my <laughs> but God. honestly, he was the most dressed up out of all of them. Yeah, like sure. nobody else yeah. even made an attempt. Um, but like, am I the only one that like, like does a preview of the Zoom meeting? I'll be like, all right, how's the light in here? What <laughs> angle? Maybe I should like put raise a couple books and raise mm-hmm. the computer up. That's true. And I'm like, let's see, and I like adjust my. See, if it was just me, I would do that. But when he he and I were sharing the screen, I was like, I cannot do all that because he's gonna think I'm insane. But I I absolutely would have done all that. Oh, they're not with our small group. Holy cow, it was a horrible angle for me. We were on the bed. I had like 17 rolls in my stomach. That's all like the baby. I will hold the baby. Because <laughs> it was it was down below it was like on the bed down below. It was a horrible angle for me. I didn't see it, but I think this is probably the point. I did not notice that about you. Yeah, I know. You know no, what I mean? mean? So it's like we're and, always more critical of exactly, ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, have you seen the Zoom meeting bingo going around? I, I've heard about it, but yeah. I haven't seen one. I need one. I need to do that. Uh, well, I think <laughs> that we need to do a Zoom meeting tutorial. Ooh. Okay. You guys should do a Raising Pain Zoom meeting and have all of your followers join. Um, Because there are so many of I, them. So many who like keep up with us. I mean, all five of them, yeah. <laughs> I think the five of them that follow us, like, we already have been reading <laughs> with them. So we've been talking about Easter dresses. And um, so this Sunday is Palm Sunday, Sunday. And next Sunday is Easter. And so obviously this is, like, unlike any Easter we've ever experienced. Correct. Um, and for us... We've got littles. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say last year we were here for mm-hmm. Easter. Um, but last year was the first year that we weren't serving in a church on Easter, which right. adds a whole different <laughs> dimension. So Easter is like the Super Bowl of the church. <laughs> like it's the biggest service. Like there's always things that, you know, you go all out for. Um, and so today... <laughs> Um, I was just thinking how much, like, there's times when I, like, miss being in ministry. And not that we're not in ministry now, but being in full-time ministry. And I think Easter is one of them, even though it was always insane. It was always crazy. Um, we were, like, never home, but I loved Easter. Um, but I was thinking today about someone posted something on our church's Facebook page. Church buildings might be empty on Easter, but so is the grave. And I just thought that was cool. And I was thinking, and so during this Easter season, like, where do I find myself in that story? You know, am I the disciples at the triumphal entry where I'm like, yeah, God's going to do something great, you know, or am I sitting in that? I can't believe this is happening right now. You know, like this is not how it was supposed to be. Or am I, you know, Mary at the garden when I see the angel and I'm like, You know, like he is alive and like, um, or am I the disciples that don't believe, you know, like, no, there's no way he was alive. We saw him dead. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been spending a lot of time like in my head kind of about that um, because I don't think it's for nothing that this is happening over the Lenten and the Easter season. Um, And I think it's, it's hard too, because, and we can probably both speak to this. Sorry, I just had a thought. I was like, would you give up for Lent? Everything. I gave up everything for Lent. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I was kind of on the fence. I hadn't really chosen anything. And God was like, everything. You're giving up everything, (laughs) Roberta. I'm making the choice for you. Um, But, and you can probably speak to this too. You, You and I are the same as far as being raised in the church. And I think Easter is so much tied to the church celebration. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, and now that we are removing that quote unquote church celebration and the church holiday from Easter, you know, am I let down that we're not doing that? Yeah, probably because that's always how it's been. Right. But what needs to happen in my heart where I can still have the same celebration, Mm -hmm. you know, remembrance and celebration of Easter 
even though I'm going to be sitting in my living room right. where that feels so anticlimactic and I'm not getting dressed up and I haven't, you know, gotten my kids, made them sleep in foam rollers and, you know, <laughs> things like that, like putting on fancy Easter shoes. And so maybe, you know, I think maybe it's a good thing just completely stripping it back, stripping it back completely to the truth of what it is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there isn't all that pomp and circumstance attached to it. And I'm not saying that stuff's bad. Like it's good to celebrate the fact that we serve a risen savior. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to that song stuck in my head. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to approach it from a different angle. I mean, we have to, right. We have to, so. even, even when it's so different, we still have to find, um, importance in, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we're actually celebrating. Right. Um, you know, some of the most powerful communions that I've ever had um, has not been in the church service, right. you know, presented by an ordained right. minister. You know, like one of the most like powerful communions I've ever had was with what I had with me in the dorm room. Mm-hmm. And it was Diet Coke and a Pop-Tart. Yeah. And that was like, you know, with, with some girls. Um, and so we just have to find a way to make it special for our family. And that will probably be in the humblest of circumstances, you know, even if it is pop tarts and diet Coke, um, which in reality, I think is how God has always intended it to be. I mean, if you think of his life, there was no pomp and circumstance anywhere Mm -hmm. in his life. It was always the humblest of circumstances. And so, yeah. Um, This week I was uh, in my online teaching, I recorded a video for my students and in it, I was talking about the story of Jonah and um, I was, you know, well, I was trying to like, we're, we're doing school at home, but I'm also trying to like, you know, do Bible with them at home as well. And, you know, one of their favorite stories is Jonah and the whale. And so I was actually reading from, not not from their kids, the real Bible, you know? And so I was reading in Jonah 2 where it was talking about, and it's Jonah's lament, and it's Jonah's prayer to the Lord. And it's talking about how he felt as he was being pulled further and further, you know, under the water. And I was telling my students, I said, you know, Jonah, if he stayed on the surface, he would have died because the only people up there had already deserved him. But God's solution to save him was to pull him deeper and deeper into the ocean where he would be swallowed by a fish. And if, and obviously Jonah had no concept of how that, how drowning was going to save him. Um, And so I, you know, I was like, I even use the phrase in the humblest of circumstances in the belly of the whale, um, you know, Jonah found his salvation. Um, And so we might feel like we're being eaten alive mm-hmm. during this time. Um, but God is using the situation and he's using um, the humblest of circumstances to, um, to redeem us. Mm-hmm. And so this Easter, we have to use, use our living rooms and find a way that's meaningful for our families. Right. Absolutely. And I think it's important too, because growing up in the church and being so, and then working in the church, 
Easter has always been honestly there's an ordeal it's always been a lot of i mean it's been it's been fun but there's it's always been very stressful right and so when i strip all that back and when i strip all that away what is left the gratefulness and my um joy that i do serve a god that is alive and you know died on the cross for my sins is that what's left or is it whoa i've always identified with the action verb part of easter the planning and the doing mm-hmm. and the the processes and um crafting the celebration um as opposed to experiencing those hum- humble circumstances mm-hmm. um And so I think that's where I'm at this year. Like, this is the first time I've ever experienced an Easter with nothing. You know what I mean? And so um, it just, it it feels different. And I actually forgot. Like, I saw somebody post something and they said, this Sunday, um, there's, I saw online somewhere, somebody shared it. A church is doing um, like a drive-by Palm Sunday service where they're like all going to drive by and wave their palm branches and stuff like that. Where are they getting palm branches? I know, right? During the, this pandemic. Fake ones. Fake ones at Hobby Lobby <laughs> or something. Because Hobby, Hobby Lobby's closed. Is it, is it closed Not now? Not all of them are closed. But I was like, is Hobby Lobby on essential business? To all the stay-at-home moms, yes, yes it is. It is. <laughs> um, and then, like, have you... Our church in Angola that we both came from, they're doing a drive-in Easter service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing two services. So... Um, you know, they're finding ways to work around our limitations and our mandates um, to celebrate Easter. But I'm kind of looking forward to just having a day where we reflect on what the day is and, you know, find the the deeper appreciation um, instead of the even know what the word is i said pomp and circumstance earlier but that's not the word i think it's just the the job of it mm-hmm. i know in truth i mean easter will probably still be a job it'll still be entertaining my children well and, yeah but i do want to be purposeful mm-hmm. about finding a way to still make easter special when everything else has been stripped away. Right. Because I'm, I want my kids to experience an Easter like this, you know, before they get like me 36 years into Easter celebrations that are foam rollers and fancy dresses and sunrise services and potluck breakfast potlucks. And, and none of that stuff is bad. That's not what I'm saying. But that's how I have always identified Easter. Well, I think at Christmas time, you guys do a really like adorable like tradition. You guys have your like happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah. Um, dinner where you guys like have birthday cake and that sort of thing. And so, I mean, we just need to find the Easter equivalent. Right. To whatever that is. Absolutely. So we will. Aaron is drooling at the mouth. I just said cake and he's drooling. <laughs> Um, wipe your mouth off, Aaron. <laughs> the Easter yeah. equivalent is so you know, maybe we should ask our listeners absolutely. All five of Share you, with- <laughs> just kidding. Hey, five of you, 
share with us how Wait you... Wait a minute, wasn't it 10? You guys had to give the 10th person a gift card. Oh no, we are. We have over 100 followers oh, okay. on Facebook. Okay. However, the people that, that are consistently to listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are doing something special um, for Easter this year at home, um, as a family, um, tell us what that is. We'd like to hear. Um, maybe we will glean some wisdom from Steal you. your ideas. I mean, I was going to try to be more diplomatic about it. No. We are stay-at-home moms <laughs> and true. dads. Nothing's original anymore. No. We're, everyone's just stealing ideas to keep the minions at bay. Oh, I mean, true. children. Children that we love and adore. Uh-huh. I do. I love and adore my children. Today, it was in their bedrooms. I love and adore them in their bedrooms. <laughs> Oh, God. Amen. All right. Well, keep healthy, keep safe, keep six feet away. It's true. And that's all for today. Thank you for joining us today on Raising Pains. We hope that we brought joy and laughter into your day. You can learn more about us by following our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast, and our Instagram at www.instagram.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast. Do you have a question you want us to answer? We'd love to answer it. Comment or send us a message, and we'll see you next time on Raising Pains.